0: Thanks very much, Mark. Uh, my name is Mike. I'm an alcoholic. And um, thanks for asking me. Thanks for hosting and good morning and evening or good night, wherever it is you are in the world. It's good to be here. Um, all I have is my experience to share. And and I suppose thinking about doing a meeting, sometimes I like to think to be able to impart pearls of wisdom and all this bull. But that isn't the case. All I have is my experience. And and over the years that I've been in Alcoholics Anonymous, I've been able to look back and make sense of my life and see that, you know, I started drinking when I was about 12 or 13 and alcohol had finished with me by the age of 30. Uh, The first um, seven or eight years of my drinking there wasn't any great issues there wasn't any great problems I enjoyed it I, I thought it, it, it was it was uh, um, it was something I looked forward to but after seven or eight years the effects of my uh, relationship with alcohol changed and it started to affect me in, in, in ways that I didn't understand nobody had ever said to me that alcohol could drive you insane I didn't know that. And um, the first effects of my relation negative effects of, of my alcoholic drinking was blackouts, loss of appetite, bedwetting, uh, fears, unknown fears and sweats and shakes and all this sort of stuff. And the only thing that seemed to sort of ease that sort of discomfort and, and those effects was more alcohol. And when it was pointed out to me that alcohol was a problem or that maybe I might do something about it, I was in complete denial. I was hospitalized, my first psychiatric hospital at the age of 26. I was in the, the hospitality business in London and I was literally taken, taken from the pub I was supposedly managing into psychiatric hospital. And the psychiatrist pointed out to me that alcohol was the reason I was there. And I couldn't connect that. I knew people that drank more than I did and been drinking for years longer. So it wasn't alcohol. It must be something else. I was released from there and I continued for another four or five years to try and find an answer. And by this time, the consequences got worse and worse. And particularly for me, what became intolerable was the mental anguish I was experiencing. The terrible, terrible mental anguish. That feeling of impending doom that feeling i was going insane that feeling that uh, my mind was, was was on a thread and, and uh, you know the only thing that seemed to ease it was more alcohol and from time to time i'd reached the stage that i couldn't physically take alcohol and i'd go through the process of drying out and my my wife would nurse me back to health and i promised her that it'd be different the next time and i meant it i didn't want to be the way i was but i had no insight or understanding into the disease that I was suffering from. In fact, I didn't understand. I didn't know anything about alcoholism or the disease of alcohol. And eventually, on a, one of my many visits to the doctors, um, he asked me about my drinking and I told him a little and my wife told him a bit more. And then he suggested to me that maybe um, I might look at Alcoholics Anonymous. He didn't say I was alcoholic. But he said that people that he had known that had gone to AA got great help and support. So it was the first time I'd heard of AA. And a few weeks later, I met my first contact and went to my first meeting. Really not know what to expect. I maybe thought they were good. Genuinely believed that maybe they would have given me some ideas on how to continue drinking without the misery. Of course, that wasn't what was on offer, but it was my introduction to Alcoholics Anonymous. And needless to say, I didn't stay around. And for the next few years, I bounced in and out. I think the longest period of time I had in that, at that time, was about six weeks. And I used to get physically well, think that I I was okay, promise myself I'd drink only a particular type of drink and start ahead again. Eventually, I reached the stage that it talks about in Alcoholics Anonymous. I couldn't live with it and I couldn't live without it. I was at what's called the jumping off place. And I contacted a man that I'd met on one of my many visits to Alcoholics Anonymous and I asked for help. And I'd heard him share one night at a meeting and he talked about the state of his mind at the end of his drinking. He was on the park benches in Edinburgh. And after the meeting, I'd gone up to him and I'd asked him for his phone number. And maybe somewhere deep in my subconscious, I thought there might come a time I need to speak to this man. But anyway, that time came and I, I asked for help and the help that he arranged for me was to be incarcerated into a Salvation Army facility in Whitechapel, in East London. I didn't care where I went that morning, I'd have gone anywhere but to get out of that turmoil and pain that I was in. And that was to be the start of my journey in recovery. I didn't know that at the time, but I was in there for about three weeks and uh, medicated visits from AA members and encouraged that as soon as as I was released to get to a meetings and I was released from there on a Tuesday and I went to a meeting that Tuesday night and I've continued to do that a day at a time. And sitting here today, looking back on it, I can see that. What I found in Alcoholics Anonymous. Has been my salvation. There's no doubt about that. There's no doubt about it. I committed to not taking that first drink and going to meetings. And again, it's with the benefit of hindsight. I look back and, and I got the help and the support and encouragement to keep doing that. There was a language was used. I had no idea or understand that we're talking about programs and higher power. And stuff. it was all over my head. All I was able to do was just not drink and go to meetings. And that's the bottom line as far as I'm concerned. That has been the most important thing I could do. The rest has been a very slow journey of recovery and discovery. I didn't know it again at the time, but what was starting to happen when I came back into A that last time and stayed with it was a slow change, a transformation in mindset and outlook and value. It'd be lovely to sit here today and tell you, you know, since that time, I haven't had a bad day and life has been wonderful and great. Yes, life has been wonderful and great. It's been a rainbow of experience. Uh, For me, the compulsion to drink was taken away quite quickly. So I focused my attention on rebuilding my life materially and financially. And that worked for a while. And it was a few years into AA. I wasn't drinking. I was going to meetings. I was secretary of a group doing telephone service. I was doing prison visiting. I was doing all sorts of stuff. And after a few years, the woman I was married to started divorce proceedings and various other things started to happen. The of business venture was involved and started to unravel. and You know, it didn't seem to me to be very fair. That wasn't on the script that told me if I didn't drink and came to meetings that my life would change. But I didn't realize that there was also difficult changes was going to take place. And I went to a man that was my first sponsor. And I talked to him about what was happening for me. And he asked me what I was doing. And I told him. And then he said, well, what else are you doing? And I said sure, Jesus, what more can I do? I'm doing all of this stuff. And then he very simply said, you know, he said, there is 12 steps of recovery there for you to want to, if you want to get well, and it was like a light going on for me. I, I, up to that point, I suppose I'd looked on the steps a bit like the commandments of the church that I was raised. And I had a very jaundiced view of them. I thought the steps were a penance or a, a punishment. I didn't realize that they were there for me to get an insight and an understanding and an awareness and so pain is what motivated me discomfort is what motivated me to do something and uh, that's really been the the, the the you know pain has made me teachable and uh, i started to grow up i'm still doing that by the way i still haven't uh, you know fully matured i'm still not the done deal But what I have found in Alcoholics Anonymous is a way to live free from the nightmare of active addiction. And today, if ever I think that life has given me a raw deal, and there's plenty of challenges and difficulties in my, and there has been and still is in my journey. But what I found in Alcoholics Anonymous is a a way to, to navigate life without needing or wanting to drink the thing that i've done constantly and consistently is get to meetings very regularly and then the rest it's you know it's been i've taken it on board bit by bit part of the the benefits of the many benefits of making an effort at what i describe as integrating the steps of recovery into my daily living is to be able to look at my life right back from the time, you know, I grew up in an alcoholic household. I was affected by the disease of alcoholism, or alcoholism right from a very, very young age. Uh, there was a lot of uh, abuse, physical, sexual, emotional abuse that went on from a very young age. And so I used alcohol to escape all of that stuff. And when that stopped working, then of course the problems with alcohol developed. And then the journey in recovery has enabled me to look back in my life and to what I describe as to lay the ghosts of the past to rest. It doesn't haunt me anymore. I have found in Alcoholics Anonymous the strength and the wherewithal to be not all the time, but a lot of the time at ease in my own skin, not wanting to be anyone else or to be anywhere else. In fact, in a strange sort of way, my alcoholism is the greatest gift that could have been given because as a result of it, I have found a way to live, a network of friends, close friends, and a way of life that wouldn't have been available to me only as a result of my alcoholism. I feel very blessed and privileged to be given the chance at life that Alcoholics Anonymous has given me. I really mean that, that's, that's, you know, whatever else is going on. If I think that life has given me a bad time today, I think I touched on this area. I step back from it and I recall very clearly what my life was like in the last few years of my active alcoholism and the turmoil and pain that I was in and the transformation. And that's what it has been over the years. And to be free from that, to be find that degree of peace and contentment and self acceptance. But it's I'm still a work in progress. My mental and emotional well being is dependent on me continuing to do the things that Alcoholics Anonymous has introduced me to. And for me, that is regular meetings, quiet time in the morning for for me, prayer and meditation. And my faith journey is a very personal journey to me. I was raised in a very strict uh, Catholic upbringing, very disciplined. And I had a very jaundiced view of all of this God business and, and, and religion. I thought I, that's what A was initially. But my journey in Alcoholics Anonymous has afforded me the opportunity to, 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 for me to develop what I describe as a very practical work in faith. My, that faith started out with a faith in Alcoholics Anonymous. The first thing that I got when I came back into AA that last time was just maybe a, a little bit of hope that just maybe, just maybe this might work for me. And when they started talking about a higher power, what I used was the collective of AA, the large group of people in the rooms, was, I was living in London at the time, the group of people, there would be a higher power, I worked with that. And from those beginnings. It has grown and developed and today I have what I describe as a very practical work and faith. but the bottom line for me is regular attendance at meetings combined with the other things that I've learned to do. And, you know, it, it's, it's provided me with the wherewithal to be able to live, to be able to repair relationships. I, I lost everything in my journey. Um, I lost my, um, wife and my family, my home. I ended up jobless, homeless uh, Um, when I look back on it, I can see that the consequences of my, and, and actions during my active alcoholism was the root cause of all of the difficulties and challenges that I had that included losing my wife and my family and my freedom. I ended up in police cells. I ended up in prison. I ended up in psychiatric hospital, I ended up homeless, unemployable, all of that stuff was directly linked to my relationship with alcohol or the consequences as a result of my relationship with alcohol. And in Alcoholics Anonymous, that has been completely reversed. Not overnight. When I, when I, when I was around AA in the early years, I'd be sitting in AA rooms and I'd be comparing how I was feeling with how others were looking. And it seemed like to me that others were getting theirs and I wasn't getting mine, even though I thought I was doing the same things as they were doing. I wasn't drinking, I was going to meetings, I was doing all this stuff. And I look back on that and I acknowledge that for me, I've had to experience what I needed to learn. And the learning comes from the experience. And if I don't learn it, it'll be repeated and repeated until I do. For me, what has been huge barriers, particularly in the early years, and still can be to some extent, not as much, was fear, pride and ego, huge barriers. And gradually over a period of time, as a result of staying very, very close to this fellowship, those barriers have come down to a great extent. And I've had the great fortune to meet some very close-mouthed friends. And when I look back on it, when, when we, have, if we have a moment's silence at the beginning of a meeting, I don't just think of why I'm here or think of those that are just those that are still struggling in and out of the rooms, but I think of those that have journeyed before us and the genuine and sincere gratitude and appreciation for the legacy they have left us and the people that I have journeyed with. And I think back and there isn't a day goes by that I don't think about them in gratitude for the influence that they had in my life, you know? so finding the way of life that I've been given through Alcoholics Anonymous has been an absolute blessing. You know, it's another dimension of existence and the one that can mess it up is myself. All I have to do is stop coming to meetings. And over the years, I've seen some of my closest friends, people I got to know very well, uh, stop coming to meetings and some of them have died either by their own hand or through alcohol and uh, some of them are still out there and I know that that's there for me if I think that I can do this on my own so I take no chances with it you know I in one of my quiet moments I ask to be re- to be protected from the disaster of my own willfulness so for me I reflect each day on the first three steps and the last three steps You know, I acknowledge each day my powerlessness over alcohol and how unmanageable my life is. And I acknowledge, for me, a a higher power, whether that be A or another cut. And I hand my will of my life over on a daily basis. And then at the end of the day, the last three steps. You know, and I try as best I can, and I don't always succeed, to live uh, a life that's balanced. You know, um, and what some of the A-truths are still very difficult to digest when it tells me that every time I'm upset, there's something wrong with me. So really what I'm trying to say is that I, I, when I'm out of kilter, I'm able to step back and look at my role and then the tools that Alcoholics Anonymous gives me allows me the opportunity to change my attitude or my outlook or my perspective, I can take a different view of something. Uh, left to my own device, I can, you know, get very tunnel visioned. But I'm afforded the opportunity to step back from something and take a, an objective view of it. Say, okay, maybe there's another way of looking at this. And for me, and I'll finish on this on a daily basis. And I give some time to this on a daily basis. I fan the flames of gratitude for the gifts that I've been gifted in Alcoholics Anonymous. First of all, to be free from that nightmare that had the opportunity to rebuild the relationships, to have the way of life that I have today, and to be given the chance that I've been given. So Mark, thanks for the opportunity for me to share a little of my experiences. Good to be here. Thank you.